What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 34 of the Java Talks. Today, we have one of our first returning guests, someone from way back in the, the prehistoric eras of content creators. We have the one and only Cameron Decker. You know, last time we had you, we were talking about you running to be a Barrett Senator, and now you are a Barrett Senator. What has the experience been like from when you won to now? Yeah, absolutely. Before we spoke, it was we were getting down into the nitty gritty of the campaign season for undergraduate student government, and it was a crazy time. I think there was a lot going on during the election season this year, especially being that it was online. But what I can say is that I'm really grateful to now have been elected to represent Barrett in the Senate. And I'm, I'm really grateful for my constituents for putting that faith in me and that belief in me in order to, to carry out the duties of of Senate. So far this summer, we've had a lot of flexibility in what we're doing as senators, but more so we're acquainting ourselves with the position. I think that the biggest takeaway that I've had from this summer that the work we're doing has been that USG is full of technicalities. And if you don't understand those technicalities within USG, it's going to be really difficult to take advantage of the resources that USG has to offer. So a, what a lot of my work has been doing is encouraging better transparency in USG, encouraging better communication efforts, and encouraging a more feasible approach to disseminating information, whether that's on our website or social medias or even in our bylaws, so that every one of my constituents and every student at ASU has the potential to know the resources that they have at their disposal in student government. And Cameron, it's, I mean, you brought it up a little bit ago. It's definitely an interesting summer. There's a lot of social unrest, both with COVID-19, with Black Lives Matter protests, with all of these things that are kind of coming into light or, or are being unveiled. What are some of the things that you think that the Senate should be approaching? You know, what are some of the things that you believe are the first steps? Absolutely. I think that the Senate is an extremely unique, a unique piece of student government. We have kind we have the three branches of government just like the the United States government. We have the Senate, which is the legislative branch, the executive branch and the judicial branch. Well, the executive branch has a lot of autonomy to be able to put on events and to reach out to people and to help actually bring resources to individuals, whether that's travel funding or sponsoring university boards and commissions and, and overseeing that that area of student government and, the univer and university affairs as a whole. Well, the Senate, on the other hand, we have the power to show the students that we are there listening to them. We can serve as a liaison be between you guys as constituents, uh, us as well, we're students, and, and the administration in order to spearhead some new initiatives that we need to bring to our campus. So to go back to your question in particular, what do I think the Senate should be approaching this year? I think the Senate should continue asserting our stance as somebody that supports everybody at ASU. We measure our success by whom we include, not by whom we exclude. As cheesy as that sounds, it's so true, and it definitely informs everything that I do in the Senate. But I, I think what that really means for us as senators is to continue reaching out to constituents. Just last week, we held a town hall relating to CARES Act funding, reopening plans, and the Black Lives Matter movement. And the entire point of that town hall was not only to communicate with our constituents, maybe about some of the things we've already done in USG as a result of that, but to gain their perspective on what we're doing. So we're listening to you. We're doing those things. And let me give you a prime example of the things that we're doing. We just passed a resolution. One of the senators sponsored and wrote a resolution just a few weeks ago, asserting USG stance on CARES Act funding. We wanted CARES Act funding to be distributed quickly, efficiently, and with full and utter transparency from the university. We got a few of those things. We didn't get everything that we asked for in that resolution, but we heard what the students wanted and we were able to communicate that well to administration.
with things going virtual this this semester and things kind of being the way it is, you know, how do you still make sure that that we're USG as a whole is connecting with the student body? And that that's a really good question and something that we've had a really difficult time doing. I'm not going to lie, it's been and I think it's been really difficult for everybody to to feel connected to ASU in in general, being that we're not on campus right now. And even if it was just any normal summer and we had the opportunity to go to campus or we were at home for the summer anyway, it still feels a little bit more difficult this summer because we're not really sure what to expect come the fall time. So we're having to make adjustments for all the things that are going to be happening in the fall. What I think our constituents should know out there is that USG is committed to ensuring that we are always communicating with you guys. Our social media, we've been ramping up efforts on social media in order to disseminate information about reopening plans. You'll see a frequently asked questions post on our that the Senate actually worked on on the ASU USG social media page to talk a little bit about what it's going to look like when we come back in the fall. We tried to get a little bit more answers than what the university was publishing on their FAQ page, but I think we did a pretty good job of doing that. I think what it it's going to continue taking responsibility from all of us senators to reach out to our constituents and any group chats that we're in and, and beyond the people that are just within our circle. That's something that we may have been able to do a little bit more easily if we were on campus, but now it's gonna really take our responsibility to reach out beyond our circle. And it's also, it, it takes responsibility from us. If, if we wanna know something, we also need to seek it out. The resources are there, the information is there. We just have to take the responsibility to seek it out as well. Here in USG, we're trying to make that easier for you guys. Cameron, as someone, I mean, this is your first like official year as a, as a Senator. Last year you were a parliamentarian. I mean, what are some of the short coming some of the things that in your mind that you envisioned when you were running or when you were as a parliamentarian that you saw within the Senate that you want to approach these upcoming months? Absolutely. Well, when I was a parliamentarian and operating in the Senate in that capacity, not as a legislator, but more of like in an administrative role or a, a consulting role, rather, I, I noticed a lot of discrepancies in what the USG bylaw said versus the way that we operated in USG. Our bylaws are a document that is just absolutely golden and guides us in the way that we're supposed to run procedure and the way that we're supposed to administrate in this in the senate and that is only to ensure that we are being transparent that we are communicating to the best of our abilities and when and when we are acting in a way that is a discrepancy with those bylaws we are compromising our transparent efforts so that was a big running point of mine in the race in the election season and i have acted upon that i just passed a 17 page bill the other day that was a complete pretty much a bylaw overhaul that fixed some of the things that were looking like we weren't being transparent and ensured that we were upholding our values of transparency and, and not only that inclusion in all of USG as a whole. In your mind, what is like a, a dream project, a dream initiative or multiple if you have any, I'm sure you do, Mr. Mm -hmm. I wrote a 17 page article or paper. What are, what are some of those dream projects that you wanna work on this year? Well, I think that from USG as a whole, something that I really want to work on is election code reform. That's going to require work from all campuses, all, all four campuses that have a, a student government and or a USG rather on their campus. But I will tell you, we're already in conversations about that. So our goal is to have a really comprehensive election code reform outline done by the end of this summer. That way we can continue conversations well into the school year and pass a very nice looking elections code. This elections code, at least the vision for me, is one that, that fosters a sense of transparency. I say that word so many times, it's probably annoying. 
but this elections code fosters that sense of transparency that I've worked so hard to ensure, but it also fosters a sense of inclusion in USG, ensuring that everybody knows what is going on. One other thing I will say is that I do want to start working on with the college councils on some ways we can reform the appointment process into the Senate or the way that senators work as a liaison or an ex officio members with their respective college councils. I think there's a lot of reform that we can do there. And I am going to be starting those conversations when this, around when the school year starts, when college councils begin doing their work as well. Fall semester starts up in a few weeks. How do you feel about ASU kind of reopening in light of COVID-19 and everything happening with that? Well, I, I will say first, RJ, that re this is a very serious time for all of us. And, and we all have to be operating with a sense of personal responsibility, not only for our health, but for the health of everybody. So I, I will say first, I absolutely agree that the university is mandating masks. I think that is 100% important. Whether the percent chance of reducing risk of infection goes from 90% to 10% or, or vice versa, if, if there's a reduced risk of infection by wearing masks, we better all do it. That I wear my mask to keep you safe. You wear your mask to keep me protected and safe. That is something that is super important. As far as the comprehensive plans go, a combination of ASU sync and in-person courses, I think the university has a really great idea of the way that we're going to mitigate risk on campus. And I, I really think that the university has the best interests of their students in mind. There's a lot of talk out there that the university may be, may be operating in a certain way to ensure that they, they keep students coming back. But I think that there's going to be a lot of students coming back either way. And I think that they have understood the importance of mitigating risk while ensuring that we have access to the resources that we need on campus. I am very curious and I, I do, I would appreciate from the university if they made a formal commitment to saying that they'll reevaluate their plans after a couple weeks to see how things are going and constantly updating procedures. That way we can continue mitigating risks if things in, in the way they've presented now don't end up working out. I think that would be peace of mind, not only for me, but for my constituents. Cameron, always a pleasure. Our first re recurring guest. Hopefully this is a, a tradition that we can continue. Absolutely. I'd love to be back on.